0: Hello and welcome to Becca Chats With. I'm Becca from Glow Up With Becca on TikTok and I'm really excited to be able to share this series with you of interviewing other people from TikTok who are also on a health and wellness journey. So today I'm going to be talking to Sophie. Let's get started.
1: I'm Sophie and my account is Sophie K Slim. And it's all about my journey to lose £90, which I've lost £40 of so far. And yeah, I'm like trying to learn to love myself and overcome like lots of insecurities. So I'm just sort of like documenting the whole process. And what made you start your TikTok account? Just, um, so I lost um, two stone uh in the middle of lockdown last year um and I just thought I I was like oh my god I'm actually doing it and every time before that I think there's always been something in the back of my head that's made me think I was never going to actually do it so I never bothered with anything but the fact that I was actually doing it I was like oh my god because it's so funny actually I so when I had my, I had basically a breakdown about the fact that I'd bought yet another program and it was just a low fat diet. And so okay. I sat with a, a spreadsheet and I wrote this paragraph that was basically like, I'm so sick of the diet industry and I gonna yeah. do it myself and then I'll be able to help other people properly. And then here we are. Um, Amazing. And I didn't actually like yeah at the start I don't think I actually believed that I was going to be able to do it and then it's the first time that I've actually like healthily tried to lose weight and it's working so
0: I was exactly the same I never thought I'd get this far I just started by um me and my friend were on a walk one day and we just had a pact where we both said we're not gonna drink for a month and just see how we feel and yeah. I stuck to it because I'd stopped drinking, all these other things started happening. I started sleeping better, eating better, exercising more, yeah. but I never imagined I'd get to this stage in the fitness journey. I just, yeah. I was trying to lose that lockdown weight from lockdown one, because I, yeah. I gained a stone and then I thought, let's lose the stone, but I actually now have lost two. So I've, yeah. I've got to a point that I've never been ever And it sounds like you're about
1: the same. Yeah. And it's really exciting.
0: It's so exciting. Honestly.
1: It's like like the best thing ever. (laughs) And this is something I say to people as well. Like, you know, particularly like for me, when I started out, I had 90 pounds that I wanted to lose. And that seems like such a huge amount of weight to lose and really daunting. Yeah. But actually, I'm not even halfway now. But. I, if I, even if I stay where I am now, I am way happier than I was there. Yeah. And even after, like, just even a stone makes such a difference to the way you feel, how energized you are. So rather than looking at things as like, oh my God, I've got this huge amount to lose. Like you said, you only thought you had a stone. Yeah. But actually you've enjoyed it so much that you're like, oh, I can keep going with this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a a lifestyle, isn't it? We've both just completely overhauled our lives and it's I I genuinely I feel like a new person I feel like I mean I'm age 30 and uh before I started this I was kind of thinking right is it it's time to settle down in life and and now I feel like my life's just beginning (laughs) and I'm so excited for that and I know we've both become single but at the same time and you know the world is not ready for us
1: (laughs) no I literally just posted a video that was like Me crying over a boy, me realising I just got a free ticket to Hot Girl Summer.
0: Like, I'm really
1: excited about, you know, being single and being in the best shape of my life. And
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we talk a lot about physical and the physical changes. What would you say the mental and the mindset changes have been for you so far?
1: Probably the biggest thing is my relationship with food. Yeah. I've had like a very disordered relationship with food my entire life. Um, even really small things like going out for a meal, I would just never be the sort of person that would pick a salad because there's mm-hmm. something in my head that would say, oh, well, I'm eating out. I yeah. might as well go all out. And those yeah. little changes, like I noticed it when, when it was eat out to help out. And oh, that yeah. was the first time I'd been allowed out. And it was like overwhelming because you're like oh my god we need to go out every single day because it's so yeah and I found myself like oh well today I'll get the like the chicken Caesar salad and rather than sitting there and being like oh this is just absolutely awful all my friends are eating whatever they want I was genuinely happy to eat that yeah so that's a huge change like that I suppose that comes with the not labelling things, which is great mm-hmm. when you're doing a calorie deficit that you're not saying, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. Um, my, what other things have I, I, I suppose like the things like sleep. Yeah. Um, another huge one is, so I've suffered with anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, I had a bout of depression about 10 years ago, but the main thing was I had generalised anxiety disorder. Yeah, And since I've like overhauled my life and I've been exercising more, and I think probably a big thing is the running. Um, although I still have the anxious thoughts, my body doesn't react in that way anymore, Yeah, which is re- a really bizarre feeling. So I hired a car a few weeks ago. And uh, normally, because I live in London and I never need to drive anymore, it's something that triggers my anxiety. Okay. And I was in the car and I got the, the thoughts, oh, well, I'd normally be anxious now. and But the physical symptoms of anxiety just didn't happen to me anymore. And I really believe yes. that that's because
0: I've been like working out and, you know, my body is just in a much better shape. Isn't that so amazing that when you start to really prioritise your health and, and your wellness, you can handle things that come your way? Yeah, And I've noticed that exact same thing. I mean it's been a stressful year for all of us. And certainly the first lockdown, I I was eating all the time, drinking all the time, and I wasn't very happy about myself. And I was feeling quite anxious as well. And I think probably a lot of people have felt that way. But when I've had this mindset change, putting myself in the best position possible, fueling myself with food I like, but also food that's really like nutrient dense and stuff that's gonna make me feel good, loads of water. I've been able to handle other situations in life like yes. work has been tough but I've done I'm doing really well at work like friendships I feel like all my friendships have improved and I can just handle things in a way yeah. that before I might have spiraled and thought everything's going wrong and then I would have treat like treated myself with junk food and wine thinking that yeah. that was going to help and it, it's so funny how that's just not the case yeah it's it, it is crazy
1: and i I suppose a lot of it as well is like when you're on a any weight loss journey, whether whatever it is that you're doing, a lot of the time you just become consumed. Mm. So you're you're so consumed in can I eat this, can I eat that? Can yeah. I do this? Can I do that? That like other areas of your life tend to like fall apart because you just yeah. it's a difficult thing because you like hone in on only that. And the thing I found this, this time around is like things have just become second nature to me now. Um, you know, I know the things and it's hard at first, like at first I was very regimented. I had a spreadsheet and I stuck to my meals and it kind of took away for me. I spent a Sunday where I prepared every single meal for the week Mm -hmm. and then, it took away that choice so every day I would just go to the fridge pick out that day's meal pop it in the microwave and it was done um whereas now I can be a lot more relaxed with it yeah and still go about my normal life and not you know slack on work or you know trying to get my degree finished um it's just that it really is the best thing I've ever done
0: yeah yeah me too and it's interesting that you talk about sort of how you started versus where you are now because i think there is a change in mindset and i agree that when you're starting out it can be better to have a really clear plan with what you're going to eat when you're going to eat it i mean i follow the body coach kickstart plan and when i started it i was a hundred percent on plan i didn't have any junk food i ate exactly those meals but now that i'm quite further along my journey i'm a little bit more flexible i have like chocolate if i want it but i have it within my calorie deficit still but it's i don't have to think so much it's all kind of like habit now and second nature to me
1: and i do also find i think um now that i've got to a point of feeling like i feel like i've got food freedom
0: Mm. and now that
1: i've got to that point like You know, I said to you before about those pandy bars. Like those protein bars are so incredible that I'm like, why would I want a Mars bar when I could have that? Yeah. And once I started, once I stopped saying that certain foods were bad and certain Mm -hmm. foods were good and certain foods were unhealthy and other foods were healthy. Like obviously there's a nutritious, like some foods are more nutritious than others. But once I stopped labelling things as like, that's a diet food. Yeah, it's it stopped me because as well as the being foods that you try and avoid, there's also foods that you think are bad just because, you know, they're good. If that makes sense. Yeah,
0: definitely. So, you
1: know, rather than having a packet of McCoy's, which you see is like, oh, my God, it's bad. So that means it tastes really good. Or you could have a, a packet of like lentil crisps. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, they taste really bad because they're good for you. And once you stop labeling everything with that,
0: then yeah.
1: for me now, I actually really enjoy lentil chips. Oh, I, I love really lentil enjoy chips. I my protein bars. <laughs> and I think it's yeah. because I'm no longer saying, oh,
0: well, they're just boring because they're good for me. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that you said that. I thought I was going to have to defend the lentil chip for a second there. <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I loved him too. And I was I'll always listen. a big crisp fiend. And I still, I yeah. still like crisps but I mean I would get a bag of kettle chips and and just eat the whole thing or a bag a tube of pringles and just smash through it and I would never eat mindfully but you you start to lose the taste a little bit and now I genuinely would rather have yeah like lentil crisps or kind of one of those like snacker jacks or something like that it genuinely is the the craving I get and the taste that I want and I think there's something behind as well the more you eat of something the more you crave that so if you're eating loads of junk food and you're drinking loads of wine or beer or whatever you crave it all the time and if you can just go through and it's not easy but if you can go through those first few weeks of prioritizing some of the other foods your body starts to naturally crave them more and it's funny how the body does that
1: somebody once actually told me i can't remember who it was but it would have been like some kind of pt or something when i'd started before um so, with your first meal of the day, if you was to have like a high sugar content breakfast, yeah then all throughout the day, you're almost setting yourself up because mm. all throughout the day, your body will have had the sugar and therefore crave the sugar so yeah if you start your day off with a high protein diet uh, sorry mm-hmm. a high protein um, breakfast, yeah and you're more likely to then crave. Mm. the sort of protein style foods because you're not you don't you're not having those dips and it's something that's always stuck to me so I always stick with like eggs or oats in the morning yeah um and I do find that like throughout the day then I'm not as focused on like like me now sugar isn't a problem
0: you know
1: I'm not I I don't need it anymore because I sort of almost weaned myself off
0: it yeah and but it's not an easy process but once you do it I think the way to do it is to think about what do you want like what do you really really want and and everything that you're doing is it getting you to that goal or is it making you step back away from it but what you said about starting the day I think for me that's one of been one of the revolutionary things if I start my day with a workout and I start my day getting through my first like liter of water I have a great day I hit all my goals that day But if I get to lunchtime and I think I've had two coffees, I've done about 200 steps, it's so hard to get it back on track. Yeah, it really is. And the the same is for me with the fact that I
1: get up and out for a walk. Yeah. Um, And that is just a non-negotiable for me now. And even like today, because it's a Sunday, I have woke up this morning and I knew we had this live. So I had like a chilled out morning, got ready. And I know that after this, I've got to go for a walk. And it feels now like, oh, God's sake, I don't want want to do that. But I will. And that's like the discipline side of it. But Monday to Friday, I make sure, and I don't have anything to be up for. Like, because I um, am obviously at uni and I also work for myself, so it's pretty flexible. If I wanted to get up at 10 o'clock, I could. Yeah. But I have just said to myself every single day I have to get up, and I literally get up, do my hair, brush my teeth, get dressed, and leave straight every out. every morning at eight o'clock. And if yeah. I don't go,
0: then then the day just lo- I just lose the day. Yeah, and definitely. Really to go to get myself out and do it. And there's something about as well. I think having that set routine of what time you wake up, what time you go out, because if you keep it too flexible you think I'll do it at some point and then and most of the time you just then don't <laughs> whereas yeah. if you think I'm out the door by eight for me I'm out of bed by half six and even on weekends I'm up because then I get my whole day I get my whole day to do what I want at the weekend and that's amazing yeah yeah, yeah. so
1: what
0: we, would you then... sorry
1: oh sorry I was just gonna say that like I can't even
0: remember now what I was going to say. <laughs>
1: go on. No, go on. Go to the next So one.
0: what would you say, someone who is watching this and they're just about to start a health um, and weight loss journey, what are your top three tips to that person?
1: Uh, first one, huge one, make a plan. Yeah. Don't just go into it and say, I'm going to do this. Um, you know, whether whether you're doing a specific diet, I mean, calorie deficit, I would highly recommend. But plan your meals, like plan out your shopping list, go and get everything in. If Mm -hmm. you're somebody that struggles with, like for me at the start, it was really difficult for me to control my hunger. So if I didn't have a plan in place or a meal ready to go in the fridge, I would very easily have ordered a delivery Mm -hmm. or just sat with a packet of crisps to make myself not feel as hungry before I could cook dinner. So at the very start, I made a, a plan. I had five breakfast, lunches and dinners that I could have every week. And I planned what I was having on every day. I even planned my snacks. Um, yeah, And everything was there and ready to go. So the, I took all of any external thought I needed to make, I took away. And I literally committed a Sunday to sit. And whether it was like chopping up the salad and having a big box of salad in the fridge, boiling hard-boiled eggs, and I would just mm-hmm. put a tupperware of hard-boiled eggs in the fridge so that I didn't even need to boil an egg. Like, I just literally, if I was really hungry, I could just pick out an egg and eat it. Um, that would be my first one, make a plan. plan. Um, okay. Second one, don't overwhelm yourself with exercise. Literally mm-hmm. just go for a walk. Walking yep. is so good for you, and mm-hmm. it's good for your mental health. Depending on where you live, like you can go and explore new areas. Like for me, I, I've I've lived in London now for four years, and during this lockdown, like we're now besties with our like barista who is in the park mm-hmm. down the road, and every it's such a nice thing every morning. We go and it's and it's morning, ladies. And, you know, we get a coffee and every so often we get a free one. And, you know, it's a really nice experience to get out. And, you know, you start to see the dogs that you see all the time. Like, it's just a really nice experience. And you really just don't need to focus on. Obviously, now I tend, I'm focusing more on strength training. And I've started Couch to 5K. But that would have overwhelmed me at the start. Yeah. So I think just commit to 10,000 steps a day or if you only get in 2,000 steps a day at the minute, try and step it up to 5,000 and take things slowly. Um, and then my third one is like, don't worry about the scale, like you are mm-hmm. going to hit a plateau, it happens, but it is, if you are really in a calorie deficit, sorry, I keep looking that way, there's like a crow that keeps flying past my window. <laughs> um if you are really in a deficit, which I do think a huge problem that does come up for people is like even now, I still measure most of my food.
0: Yeah, same. And it,
1: it's so easy to become complacent. You can literally get a, a small scale on Amazon for probably a tenner. Mm-hmm. And even I'm going to buy one of those spoons. I don't know I've if have got seen one. Those, it's yeah, good. So I want to get one of those. Do it. Because um, I just think it'll be more convenient for lots of things yeah um but measure all of your food there are certain things now like with oat milk when i make my oats in the morning i don't measure it because i know at what level the milk is and it's yeah. not that many calories to worry about but with things like oil and butter like they can mm-hmm. so easily add up
0: yeah
1: um, so i would say yeah don't focus on the scales and focus all of that attention on figuring out what meals it is that you can make that are going to make it sustainable for you. Um, You know, for me, I need to have a lot of protein and I also need to be able to have the things like burgers and things like that. So now I have spent time mastering a recipe to make burgers that taste really good. And then I don't feel like I'm missing out on things. And I think that's the problem is most people think they've got a diet and not eat all of the things that they enjoy whereas you just learn how to make them to fit with your new lifestyle
0: even just a small change to that meal can make such a huge difference yeah like with the burgers i often will have chicken burgers and it's literally the chicken like in spices and then salad in the burger bun sweet potato fries and you feel like you're having a treat but it's it's good good food that makes you feel good yeah. And just those small changes. But I completely agree about the walking. I've really championed walking for weight loss. I think it makes such a huge difference and it's so achievable. And most people can get outside, but even if you can't, you've got those step workouts on YouTube. Um, there's so many options. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So if you could go back to day one um of you on a health kick, what would what would be the message that you would say to yourself? Do not let your calories go too low. Yeah, nice. Yes. Yeah. Because
1: when I first started, I started, I I obsessed over the idea that I needed to be on a low amount of calories to lose weight. Yeah. And it just didn't work. And what the science is behind that, I don't know. But it really, like a lot of these, a lot of people that I see, who, or some people who message me, they say, like, I've been in a calorie deficit for two months and I've not lost any weight. Like, what yeah. am I doing wrong? And I say to them, like, how many calories are you on? And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, like, 1,200, 1,300. Like, that is just not enough calories. Your body's probably panicking. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah, it's like, oh, my God, what do I do here? And it's literally holding on to everything that it possibly can. <laughs> yeah. What I found is that once I upped my calories, so for me now I have between because I do also have an underactive thyroid, so it's much okay. more difficult for me to lose weight. Right. Um, so I found that for me a good window is 16 to 1800 Monday to Friday. Yeah. And then I allow myself to go up to 2,000 at the weekend. Mm-hmm. So it means that you know if I want to have a little bit extra or if we're having a movie night like last night we had. Um, we made like tortilla pizzas and we had some selection of chips and dips and it just means that i don't have to sit there and be like oh i can only have three of these and you know yeah i can can eat as much as i want Mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna be feeling guilty about it or you know um but that spot for me yes there was a i had a two month period wow six it was about six to eight weeks um where i lost no weight whatsoever oh wow Um, and then all of a sudden, it just dropped, mm-hmm. and I've been on a steady decline
0: ever since. So I always find that like if it plateaus or even goes up a bit, I used to really panic and think it's not working, and that would be when I give up. But I yeah. feel like if if you are truly in a calorie deficit, you're doing your walking, you're drinking your water. If you, if it plateaus or goes up a bit, in a way, it's a good sign because it's about to go down. Yeah. Changes are if, I've if had you. Thought- if, Oh, Go on. Um, oh I just I, I, I used to see it as a bad thing but it's, it's a good thing like it's weird yeah. but it's such a good thing because I think it shows like good times are just around the corner and I bet there's so many people who don't wait to get around that corner but if people yeah. could and just force themselves to just wait the results are are amazing
1: yeah it's so true and like I so last month I actually weighed myself every day for the month so that I could okay. show everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, cause they see, like, I'll post because I do monthly weigh ins. Yeah. They'll see that I post and it's like, I lost, so I lost 12 pounds in January. I lost 10 pounds in um, February. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. see that and it's like, oh, well, I'm not losing any weight. But then when you actually see my month, it mm-hmm. looks like this on the graph. But if you look at it every day, it's literally like this.
0: Yeah, and
1: and I noticed how it would go. It would go like this, and then i would be the same, the same pound increase, two pound decrease. Yes, up, up, and it, it's almost as if like you stay completely the same, and then out of nowhere, and it could be on a day where you've gone right to the top of your calorie allowance. Yeah, yeah. You've waited in the morning, and you're like, yeah.
0: oh, it's gone. It's cr- it's crazy, and I always find for some reason actually a weigh-in the day after I've had the higher end of my calorie allowance is a drop on, on the whole yeah. and I and I feel great obviously because I've I've not been restricting I've not starved myself and yeah. I mean I I understand a bit of the science around it but I, I think that if you go too low in your calories your body thinks it's in that starvation mode and so it preserves all of your fat um, stores and um, you need to be having a certain amount for your body to think, OK, I can start burning off the excess because I'm I'm not being starved. I'm in a good place to be able to do so.
1: Yeah. And I think at the moment we're in a really weird place for like the health and fitness industry. Yeah. If you look at like, you know, a 100 years ago, there were advertisements everywhere for smoking and nobody knew yeah. that smoking was bad for us. And then science told us that it was. Yeah. Right now, we're in a, I think we're in the very early stages of figuring out that it isn't normal to say that every woman should eat 2,000 calories and every yeah. man should eat 2,500. Yeah. And so, like, for me, my maintenance calories, as I am right now, is 2,600. Yeah. So I would actually be in a deficit if I ate 2,100, and yet that's over the yeah. average for a female.
0: Yeah. It makes no sense. I'm the same. Like me right now today, my maintenance is about 2,300. And um, if like you'd said that to me before, I'd think, no, that's too high. That's too high, like surely. But I think you have to have a certain amount of personal accountability where there was a time where on a Friday I would eat a whole pizza, (laughs) a whole bottle of wine, a whole (laughs) thing of pasta. And that was a lot, a lot more than 2,300 and I obviously did that for a long time <laughs> yeah that but at least exactly I know it now for me you know
1: <laughs> there's like I this is the the problem that I've always had those I'm a very all-or-nothing person me too yeah and I'm really trying to work on that now but if I ordered a McDonald's I would very easily sit and get through 5,000 calories yeah in one sitting and even if it wasn't in that one sitting because I couldn't decide which burger I wanted, I'd get both, and then I'd <laughs> yeah. just keep one to eat it later. <laughs> yeah. Whereas it's almost getting out of that mentality of, like, I don't need to have it now. If I want mm-hmm. it later, I can. Yeah. And not having to, you know, like, I used to go to the shop, and I'd be like, because I'm at the shop, I might as well get this, I might as well oh, get that.
0: Me too. And I'll I'd always, I'd always eat something extra in. Like, I yeah. find it strange now that I get fuel and that I just get fuel because that was not me before. It was fuel plus, always.
1: <laughs> yeah. Little cheeky of crisps here, chocolate bar. Yeah. And they, they add up. And when you're not being mindful of it, yeah. you're, you know, and even, I really do believe that nutrition is a huge part of it. Mm. And it doesn't mean to say, like, I hired a nutritionist last year and it, it was the best thing I've ever done. But I'm never going to be someone who wants to eat salmon, quinoa, and green beans <laughs> as, yeah. as, like, you know, every single day of the week. And that yeah. was, like, her sort of approach to it.
0: Mm. But the
1: things that I did learn is just me making sure that I eat enough protein, Yeah. that, you know, whether you're a vegetarian or not, like, protein is so important. It keeps you mm-hmm. feeling full. It allows you to build muscle and you know have a nice toned shape yeah um having adding in vegetables and fruit with all my meals you know because all my life i've thought porridge because you just think of this bland bowl of yeah Mm -hmm. but actually when you start adding in some protein chocolate spread and some berries it's really really nice and it's really good for you yeah and so I think that is the huge thing as well for people when they're first starting out is, you know, yes, it's going to be really hard. It's almost like an addiction at the start. You've got to like completely overhaul everything that you've been doing. But rather than focusing on what you're taking away, focus on adding things in. So yes. like, you know, yes, I'm still going to have, for ages, I would have like breaded chicken, mm-hmm. you know, just from like Tesco's, whereas now I'll I'll tend to, make it myself um but i would have that and still have it like still have that but like add in salad or add on some veggies and i think once you start focusing on those things and then you realize like a huge one for me for example is i love i love bacon and i love a bacon and egg sandwich Nice. and when i first started a calorie deficit and i logged my bacon and egg sandwich where you've got two pieces of th- thick bread you've got yeah three slices of fully the fat on bacon mm-hmm. you've got the yes. egg that you fried and then your brown yes. sauce and the butter on your bread and now i tend if i want that mm-hmm. i'll have it with sourdough bread yes. which i know is well worth the calories because it doesn't make me bloated it mm-hmm. doesn't make me feel stodgy I don't have butter. I just use the brown sauce mm-hmm. and I use turkey bacon. Yeah. And then I fry my egg in fry light rather than oil. And I've reduced the calories of that. And it's like a Saturday treat, but yeah. I've reduced the calories of it by like, I think it was about 250 calories reduction wow. just by oh, wow. switching out a few ingredients. Yeah. And that means that I can have something else later on and I'm not going over too much.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's amazing just those small changes, but you're still having it. You're just having a different version of it. And imagine if, I mean, I used to have an egg and bacon sandwich for breakfast every day, like (laughs) no joke. And so if I could remove 250 every single day, that's going to make quite a big difference to my weight in like six months or a year. So those little changes. Yeah. And I really love what you said around, don't focus on what you're like taking away and what you're missing. Think about, get protein in your day I think also make sure yep. you're drinking lots of water and once you've done that you won't want to, to eat loads and loads of other snacks you might you might want one thing you might think oh i finished my um dinner like I, at the moment I've been getting those chocolate aero mousses and I might finish dinner with that but then that is so different to if I like how I used to approach it before
1: yeah and I think it's also like like now it feels almost like it's second nature but it was really hard work to get to this point yeah and the only like the only way i knew how to do it was to plan yeah and so for anyone who's starting out the biggest thing is just like sit down with yourself and like even if it's like your three favorite meals yeah figure out a way to still incorporate but like if I actually sit back and think about what it was for me that would make me spiral, it was takeaways mm-hmm. and it was crisps. Oh, because crisps. I just don't have the... I didn't have the ability to say no.
0: So when yeah, I so-
1: first started, I made sure that I incorporated those things into my deficit. So I was allowed yeah. to take away once a week. Yeah, I would always try and make it a little bit healthier. Mm-hmm. And with crisps, I would buy... I love what's-its, I love Quavers, they're lower calorie than some of the other options and I made yeah. sure that I had them. Um, and that sort of stopped me from making those really impulsive decisions to completely go off track.
0: You've got to just make it as easy for yourself as possible, don't you? And having yeah. those healthier options in the fridge and I found for a lunch uh, especially, having leftovers that I can just whack in the microwave was a game changer and that was yeah. a difference between me having a healthier meal or me having cheese on toast, which yeah. I used to always have. If we think about the day I used to have, which was like egg and bacon sandwich, cheese on toast, and then like wine and pizza, you can have versions of all of those things, but just probably yeah. not the way that I was. So yeah, making it mean, as easy. I think about my,
1: when I think about my pizza order, mm-hmm. like you order a Domino's and it's like, when well, I'm like, no. When do people ever just get pizza? I don't ever just get pizza. (laughs) You know, I'd end up with a pizza and the twisted garlic dough balls and then some chicken dippers on the side.
0: And before you know it,
1: you've used about like easily 6,000 calories.
0: Yeah, extra dip. Don't forget about that. I
1: mean, those dips are so high calorie. But now it's like, if I really fancy a pizza, so I'll go to Tesco's and I buy the um I can't think what they're called now. But that you can buy like literally pizzas that are like three hundred calories. You can buy ones that are three hundred calories for the whole thing, but the one yeah. I get is like three hundred calories for half of it. Okay. And so I did this, I free it's in the freezer and I do this thing where I like smash it over the um over my kitchen counter so it snaps yeah. in half. And I do okay. half of it yeah. with um salad on the side mm-hmm. and I get that like little fix that I wanted mm-hmm. without and over time you don't then feel like you're missing out you're actually feeling a bit like smog inside like yeah
0: you know I
1: know <laughs> to you Domino's you're not gonna ruin me today.
0: It's such a good feeling. I yeah. pizza is a vice I think for a lot of people and it definitely has been for me. But I actually really like making my own homemade pizzas. And on the day that I make it, I'll have like a third or half with salad. And then the other bits I'll individually wrap and put in the freezer. So if ever I'm having like one of those bad days, I just heat one of those up and I get that fix and it feels good good if I stay on plan. Yeah, it's my opening case of emergency snack, pizza in the freezer. That is such a good idea. I actually made, um, for the
1: first time, normally I've been making them with uh, tortilla wraps oh yes but last yeah night we made um them with pitta nice and they were so good because and then really you can have like two small pizzas yeah because you're just putting like chopping your pizza, your pitta in half and then it's literally just like tomato puree, puree like everyone needs to get eat lean cheese if you like cheese because it's oh, okay i'll check about, it out it- it's low, um, it's low calorie and actually nice. tastes like cheese, and it melts. Because oh a lot of these like That's lower calorie ones don't melt.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: And then we just got um a pack of like barbecue chicken from like the nice. deli section of Tesco's. Yeah, and like broke it up and had like barbecue chicken pizzas last night, and they were amazing. That sounds amazing. Yeah, and they, and I think you know the whole like for two pizzas it's like 250 calories Mm. which you know it's not it's completely within what you
0: what anyone can eat and it feels good I think because you feel like it's a little life hack and that's quite satisfying at the same time yeah so two questions one would be what what has been your best like scale related victory a day where you thought wow that's really come down but then following straight up with that what's been your best like glow up victory which is non-scale related but a change that you've noticed and you thought I can't believe that's happened okay
1: um the scale one for me is going below 15.5 yeah because so I'm now at 15.3 um and the lightest I can remember being in my adult life was 14, 12. So I'm very yeah. close to that. But yeah. 15, 5, I remember a specific day in like, so I've not been this light since about 2013. And I remember yeah, wow. weighing myself when I still lived with my parents and being like 50, I was, I was at 15, 5. And I just started again going onto one of those juice cleanses. and I just remember like how consumed I was at that point so when I weighed myself and I'd gone below that number and I'm just like wow I've actually done this and I Mm -hmm. and I'm enjoying it that was like a really big like scale moment um and then the non-scale probably fitting into these jeans
0: yeah I can see them hanging up (laughs) like
1: they're you know they're there so that every morning I'm like they're gonna fit me And obviously I did my, I mean, my 54 day challenge. Um, And like when I first tried them on and I I can remember like grabbing all of like the fat that was hanging over the edge of them. (laughs) And I just can't believe that it's been 40 days and they fit me. And then they're more than perfect for me to wear. Obviously Mm -hmm. anything else I lose from this point on is just like when I'm sort of sitting down, there's like, yeah but the fact that I've been able to fit
0: into them and to see such a visible difference is amazing that's so good and trying on old clothes is the best feeling ever yeah and I've got some I've got clothes which before I could wear but a few hours into the day I'd feel so uncomfortable and I wish I wasn't wearing them whereas now they're probably just a bit too loose for me to wear anymore which is mind-blowing it's amazing isn't it and like yeah I mean
1: I'm the same with when you find things and you try it on and you can remember you can Mm. remember putting it on and feeling a certain way yeah I've got a pair of jeans and I refuse to get rid of them now because I can remember I would sit down and my hips were like flat because (laughs) they were so tight oh yeah and I tried them (laughs) on the other day and like they were saggy and I just, like, that's just yeah. such a good feeling. So I'm just going to keep is. them as a reminder that, like, I did that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, you've, honestly, you've done so amazingly, and I love your videos. I think they're so inspiring. Yeah, I, don't care. <laughs> honestly, it's, yeah I, I feel so excited about life. And I'm I'm excited for other people who are about to start this journey and go through all of this. Like, I almost feel nostalgic looking back at when I started, yeah. and I felt, like, alone doing it. so hopefully we can make people feel like you know we're all there and we're part of this community and we can do it all together and we can support people because both of us are still heading towards goals we're like not there yet but we've come a long way
1: yeah 100 percent.
0: so exciting so exciting well thank you so much we're definitely definitely gonna have to do another live together yeah but um yeah so i hope you have a good day And you, see you later. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.